<laughs> Hello, all-star clients, and welcome to the Veterinary Roundtable presented by All-Star Veterinary Clinic. Before we begin, we'd like to send our thoughts and prayers to one of our listeners, Tammy Hines. We know it's never easy losing a furry family member, and Tammy, if you're listening, we're here for you. With all that being said, for our new listeners, let's break down the format of the Veterinary Roundtable. So first, I'll run through housekeeping, which essentially updates about the podcast, our content, and anything we think should be on your radar. Second, we'll break the ice with a few icebreakers, regardless of how well we know the guests on each episode. Third, we'll jump into case collections, where each of us, or us being shared, shared. and you two... <laughs> We'll share cases that are interesting um, and that we've recently encountered. And lastly, client questions. Well, we'll try our hardest to answer a question or concern from one of our clients. Mm, so exciting. You never know what it's going to be. Mm. It's like Pandora's box. Yeah. So before I introduce our guest, let's go over some quick housekeeping. If you haven't sent us a question for the podcast, please do so. We want all of your questions. Feel free to message us, comment on our announcement video, or email Harrison at all starvetcom No spam. <laughs> Don't send spam. Speaking of, he likes spam. Send spam. <laughs> Speaking of, shout out to Tanya Phils. <gasps> Tanya, why is this? You know all the people. Yeah, in the Tanya's questions. my girl. Okay, for an awesome question on last week's episode. I hope her accent wall looks great. She said she was painting it, and solely got his tail in it. Oh really? Oh, no. yeah. You gotta leave that there. It's we like kids with their it. handprints in the cement and stuff. You <laughs> yep. Know? Yep. Hope your accent wall looks fantastic. So the last few weeks we've released some of our best videos yet. Uh veterinary trivia and the one chip challenge. If you haven't already checked out those videos starring <gasps> one of our guests today. Um if you haven't already checked out those videos, let us know what you think. Now, let's get to our guests. On today's episode, we have my co-host and associate veterinarian. Dr. Ashlyn Duckwall. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hello. Okay, great. <laughs> um, we have a registered veterinary technician, Josie Devaney. Woot, woot, woot. How are wow. you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. I feel like soon to become. What's your What's your married name going to be? Els. Els. Can you spell that, please? Josie Els. Oh, okay. Not Ellis. Els. Not Ellis, but Els. Okay. Okay. Practice. Els. Els. Okay. We're good. Can we do a Z sound at the end? <laughs> Sounds cool. <laughs> um, and another one of our all-star associate veterinarians, Dr. Kristen Pulse. Woo! I'm <laughs> Woo! Ashton so, and I have known each other for a long time. Long, That's long probably time. the woo. <laughs> no. That, well, yes. Yeah, that's that's a big extra woo-woo. Woo-woo-woo. I'm the woo go. girl for Kristen. She's <laughs> <laughs> my girl. How are you tonight? I'm well. Okay, good. All right, so... Wait, does, do you know that you were the – I picked you at least to win the zombie apocalypse for the clinic, the very oh. first episode. If you haven't, if you don't know, listen to it. Yep. Because oh. you're too nice. As no a partner. That I would win? Mm -hmm. No one could kill you. Oh. That's really <laughs> sweet. That's very nice. I feel like that we... would usually be the first to die. You no, know what I mean? No. Um, well, Jesse's <laughs> like you're out. I'm, I'm not even gonna like you are not on my. No, her reasoning was just you're too nice. It's like oh, that sounds like the well. First if anyone, the nice <laughs> yeah, if anyone attacks this person first, they clearly have no heart or soul or mind. But I imagine they're not trying to get to know <laughs> the person. The well, person that's their own fault. In the zombie podcast, zombie. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Do zombies care about feelings? That's right. Mm -hmm. We can teach them <laughs> that one zombie movie that they start having feelings. You know bodies. what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. dear God. Warm Bodies. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the show? Mm -hmm. Warm Bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Is it good? good? 
Not no. great. No. Don't recommend. It's not. But okay. oh, Harrison, Harrison helping us out here. Also, the audience should know that Josie and Pulse are a team. Oh yeah. So we same. all know each other very well. A team. Mm -hmm. A team. Yep. There you go. Mm -hmm. They're on the check your pulse. Check team. your pulse. Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Another thing audience should listen to. Yes, exactly. A read. A read. Mm -hmm. We yeah. digress. Because Dr. Pulse writes the blog. Yeah, and she's a really good writer. Yeah. Like, God, seriously. Thanks, guys. No, really. So check that out because it's a whole different insight yeah. into. She may be famous one day for her writing. Oh. Never know. That sounds overwhelming. I'll just stay here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, so okay, yeah. We're back. Icebreakers. Oh, okay, gosh. you go first. You, you go for the okay. first question. What is your caffeinated beverage of choice? Josie? Oh, Care to go first? So oh, God. Many. Do I even? I can name this for you. <laughs> I don't know if you can. Let's really? see it. There are a lot, but if I have to pick it's one overall. You have to. It's part of the game. Go for it. Red Bull. It is. Oh. You asked me to buy a Red Bull refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> How could that not be your favorite drink? That it's is the awesome. most effective form. Of caffeine? Yeah. Okay, but go okay. with your favorite. Okay, I'm Go sorry. with taste, I'm, I'm maybe? I'm a coffee person. Mm, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it depends on where we're at, how much is necessary. <laughs> Red Bull's mm -hmm. the, the, like, one o'clock yeah. on a Wednesday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Caffeine? Yeah. Coffee's in I every morning. Is it because the Red Bull works quicker and stronger, or is it because, like, why is that a one o'clock on a Wednesday? Because the coffee from the morning is dying out. Okay. And, and it's your fake Friday. Coffee. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, and Wednesday's mm -hmm. fake Friday. Yeah. Because yeah. Thursday. Wednesday's. So I've heard. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, you know. I, mine mm -hmm. is totally uh, Bing's, the drink Bing. Really? Because I don't what? drink coffee at all. I hate coffee. Bing? Bing. 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 What is it? <laughs> it makes her feel like that. <laughs> Bing's, they're just a caffeinated fruit drink. That's Basically. what you have in your red solo cup, right? Oh. Red wink, solo wink. cup. Yeah, those bings. I've never. Bing. Oh no, you had one here one time, and I think I tried it. So Not just, to be mistaken as a bang. <laughs> it's a bang. Do you drink so, it like in the morning? What time of day is this ideal is good for, a bang? for like an eleven a.m. Okay. And then it lasts you all the way until you gotta go to bed. Wow! But it's not strong enough to keep you up. That is pungent. So That's it gets me through that three o'clock horrible hour. Yes. Okay. That so hour. it's basically okay. caffeinated juice is what it looked like. Yeah, pretty much. What's your favorite flavor? I'd have to say black cherry. Oh, That's good. Bless your soul. They Someone's got to drink them. They've, <laughs> they also have an apple and, okay. oh, it's, and they have a blueberry and. Black cherry would be the one flavor if it didn't exist. That would be the one I would pick. It tastes, I hate black cherry everything. Blackberry? You hate blackberry? No, black, black cherry. cherry. You do? Berry and cherry, very, very different. Yeah, that's true. Very different. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, well, I'm going to buy you some and bring it with my chicken Alfredo for okay. you to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, this literally, each podcast, something is adding on to the list of what you're going to introduce to me. So I know. It's becoming a meal. Do they okay. go together? Can they go together? Yeah. Sure. I mean, you Black can have your chicken, chicken Alfredo. Alfredo. <laughs> your chicken Alfredo is going to put you to sleep, so then you need your bing to keep you awake. Because if I feed you the chicken Alfredo at noon, you're going to be asleep by three. I'm going to then run a 5K like Michael Scott in the office, and then <laughs> ready to go. Carbo loading. Yep. Sounds yep. like a great plan. Okay, I'm Kristen, make what's it. yours? Lattes, coffee, mm. espresso. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Me yep. too. Really? Coffee. Do you have you your own little it. makers at home? Oh, yeah. She's got fancy ones. She's got a fancy setup. Mm -hmm. 
It's pretty the cute. The highlight of my pet sitting. Okay, <laughs> it's a hand-me-down espresso machine from my sister and then an instant one for when you don't want to go through the effort of grinding, packing. You know. So legit. None of that makes like any coffee. sense to me what you're saying. <laughs> but, nope. It's fancy mm. in everyone else's eyes. Yeah, it, it is. It really is. Do you think it's fancy now that you do it? It's not that fancy. I think the, the Nespresso is fancy. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you push a button. <laughs> it does have a nice aesthetic to it. It like has a little creme on top, uh-huh. so it looks cool. Yeah, that's nice. It looks drinking like a, do you have the little cup and you're like drinking a cool little cup? Of- yeah. We don't have espresso. Oh, like, I thought they had the sh- small ones. You have yeah. the big cute ones. Yeah. Right? Well, usually you're we're sucking doing... down a lot of caffeine. When you make it um, it's, I think, 200 milligrams <gasps> per shot. That's a lot. What's in your Bings? 120. 120? Oh, she knew. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, because I sponsored by Bings. <laughs> because, as, because I once looked up what a cup of coffee is, because I've never had coffee or anything in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I get, I got old. I get old. I got old. And I was like, dang, I need some kind of, why, are, why is everybody drinking coffee? And then I drank the Bing, and I was like, oh, no wonder. <laughs> it is I a drug. There is caffeine. Yeah, it is and I was like, drug. I wonder how much caffeine's in a cup of coffee. And then it was like 80 milligrams. And I I was like, okay, that's like a cup and a half of coffee. Yeah. It's yeah. all I need to keep me awake. Do you like the taste of coffee? No. Okay. Totally no. Wow, that is a hard no. No, a definite mm. no. I will not. Uh, Do you oh. like the smell of coffee? Yes. Like so interesting. Yeah. I love the smell of it. I've I've tried to bribe Richie into getting an espresso machine because uh-huh. I like the smell of it. Mm-hmm. But I do not want to drink it. Harrison, you don't drink it either, do you? No, see, nobody in my family. <laughs> we not, Trevor and Richie like it. That's it. So interesting. That's a strong totally genetic, genetic trait right there. What can you say? It's healthy for them. It's healthy for you. It doesn't dehydrate your kidneys. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like it does for me. Okay, your turn next. What's the most embarrassing fashion trend you used to rock, Josie? There are so many. <laughs> That's amazing. There are so many. Um, when I was thinking about this one, I think I'm going to have to go with the hair feathers. We have a client who oh. still has it in their dog. Okay, it's cute in picture. Okay, wow. yes, but you need to. It needs to be in like the most unnecessary spot, like the very top of the head, <laughs> right next to your part, like not hidden or subtle. It's at so all. boho. I think I had to have been like seven when I had one of those, and I thought I was so cool. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Oh yeah. There we go. Oh, that is special. Uh-huh. It looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! gosh. We should totally funny. do a day where we just dress up, like, or do a hairstyle or something from our childhood. Oh mm. my god! We keep trying to convince out. Abby, one of our other team members, to wear her Heelys. She'll send me pictures and be like, got my Heelys. And I'm like, why haven't you brought them then? Yeah. That would be so amazing. She could totally go from room to room. Like, Gonzalez. So fast. I know. It'd be an inspiration to all. (laughs) She'd be like, okay, dog. And like, just like put your team out. They would stand like this. And then you go. Can you imagine her walking her dog out and she's just rolling on the high? Oh my God. Maybe that's not safe. Maybe it's. (laughs) We might get in trouble for that. Signed a waiver. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, okay, Kristen. Um, I really liked boy shorts so okay. much that I wore them a couple days in a row when I shouldn't have for school pictures because 
Apparently, your shorts are in your picture. <laughs> I don't know where my mother was this day, but yeah, just the tomboy shorts, the long ones. Those are comfy. Yeah. Like what material? Yeah. Like gym shorts or like No, khakis? they were like cargo y. Okay. It's very interesting. Far from trendy. We'll put it that way. Comfy. No yes. jorts. No, they oh. weren't jorts. Okay. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Good too. Yeah. Coming back. What about you guys? Oh, well, mine I still do. So I'm not that embarrassed. Do you I'm have proud. them today? No. No, oh. it's not the fuzzy socks. I wear fuzzy socks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took them off. I told Harrison I took them off and changed my socks because I knew we were going to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and last time Charles made fun of me for white fuzzy socks. <laughs> so Amazing. it's actually cowgirl boots with everything. And when I mean everything, I wore them to our um, end of the year tennis fancy banquet when we had it when I was at Ball State. And I rocked that dress with cowgirl boots. Love it. Just to the shin. And everyone made fun of me. And I. You said, who cares? I said, who cares? And I loved it. Uh So to eat your own. That's right. That's all I have to say. I'm not embarrassed. Okay. That's good. (laughs) But you are of your fuzzy socks. Yeah. My fuzzy socks are kind of childish. But they're comfy, so. And they're warm. I only yeah. bring them out in the wintertime. Yeah. Okay. King? Uh, parachute pants. Mm, I grew up in that era. Comfy. Yes. Again. And nice. functional. Yeah. In case you ever jump like out of anything. It's like sweatpants for the public. <laughs> billow your way down. Sponsored by Bing and Parachute. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Yeah. The old we need a picture pants. of that one, too. <laughs> oh, parachute yeah. pants. That, yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. What's the weirdest food you've ever eaten? Pulse. Um, faux gras, which is a bit of an ethical dilemma. <laughs> it is duck liver. And the ducks have been fed a specific diet. And uh, they're, I'm embarrassed to admit this. they force feed the ducks so that their liver is i guess fatty like a fatty liver Mm -hmm. situation yeah Mm -hmm. oh there you go yeah i wouldn't recommend it unless you like eating sponges it looks like hepatic lipidosis it does yeah yeah Yeah. is that what what you yeah leave it to the french (laughs) yeah was that offered to you or were you like i don't see foie gras on the menu where is it i'm gonna go to a restaurant that has it yeah (laughs) i'm craving some foie gras like a tasting menu like recently on your excursion okay so there were a lot of things that i couldn't pronounce and didn't know what i was eating Mm -hmm. and that was a weird one I was like, this looks like liver. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, it is. Great. <laughs> a, a few. A few. Oh, gosh. That's the worst. That's interesting. It's something. It's something. Yeah. It, it kind of falls in the like category of veal and some yeah. of these other mm. things. Yeah. I don't know. What's, what did we talk about last time? That's a duck inside of a turkey. and Turget. Turducken. Turducken. Did you have that over Thanksgiving? No, that's too much work. It's really hard. Yeah. To make it. I believe it. you. I believe you. And it takes, like, you have to cook it the right way, and then not some of it doesn't cook right. And then you have, this is cooked too fast. This isn't done. It's just a pain in the ass. 
Yeah, no. So Stick we did it game. once because one of the kids wanted to do it. Johnny, I'm sure. I think it was Johnny. <laughs> so we He's found it probably one. online. He's like, let's make a tornado. And then we're all like, okay. <laughs> and then you did it. And, then we did and you're it. all hangry and mad that yeah, you did exactly. it. Yeah. Never again, right? Never again. Yeah. So I'll be honest. I don't really have weird foods. I stick to what you like. I eat ragu and yeah, you do mashed ragu, potatoes out of a yeah. box. Mm. Like I don't really venture that far out. Potato sauce was ragu. Yeah, so good, so good. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was good. <laughs> and Jack's frozen was... pizza is my favorite pizza. Oh my do I need Jack's to go further? Pizza. No, yeah. Okay, you're just you're chi- a child. It's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's oh, fine. Yeah. You're cheap. You're easy to buy for at the grocery store. Cheap day. Right? Yeah, I don't need I anything. Mean, this is great. That's why Charles married me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to pay for anything when it comes to food. Oh, Just gosh. animals. <laughs> That's right. You're saving your money for your animals. That's right. Okay. Josie, what about you? This one was hard. Probably the Impossible Burger. Have you guys heard of that? I've heard of it, but elaborate, please. Yeah. So it's a plant-based burger. For the non-meat eaters. (laughs) And it is just frighteningly similar to a beef patty. It like, when you, if you squeeze it, it's got like a red juice that kind of imitates blood. It was not for me. I I couldn't. Where does one get the Impossible Burger? I got it at a restaurant right down the road. The Monon Place. What's it called? Oh, Grindstone. Yep. Um, Grindstone has one yeah. on the menu. That's where I tried it. And I was like, oh, I love fake burgers. Let's, let's try it. And I was like, this does not taste fake. You like that the ones that taste fake. I like a nice beanie burger. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want a hamburger, basically. I do not want it to taste like a hamburger. So if you're a plant-based person that misses the sweet flavor of beef, that's for you. But it, it was not for me. It was You freaky. want plant. I want beans. <laughs> nice. Beans, beans, beans. Bean burger. Oh that is awesome. Too funny. Okay, King. I don't know if I really have one. I'm trying to think. That's okay. It doesn't have to be something that you Yeah, done I mean, in your life. Oh gosh. I mean, some of the stuff we ate when we were overseas, like in England and we were in Germany on a trip and we had the liver thing. We ordered mm-hmm. chicken livers and we didn't know we were ordering chicken livers. Oh, no. So my dad had to eat like four plates. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hilarious. Um, oh. Yeah, that was probably the Trying to think. That's probably it. Yeah. Okay. That's still weird. Not very That's still okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Case collections. Ooh. On to the next section. Segment. Doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway, um, we're gonna share an interesting case. So you guys go first. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll go first. Let's go first. first. Okay, we'll go first. <laughs> okay, ours, you start. Yes. It was a team effort. It was. We, it was, I don't know, this owner called in. I don't even remember the dog's name, to be honest with you, but called in, said that it had eaten a mask and they knew it because they saw it go down. And the trouble was that there was a wire within this mask. And it's kind of funny because it was like mid-COVID times. It was totally COVID. It was yeah, totally time. COVID where it was like, Right on the cusp of people getting angry at masks, and it was kind of all awkward and wonky. So anyway, um, we caught it. Well, the owner was diligent enough to catch it in time. So they brought it in. We did the x-ray, and we saw the wire, because you can see on x-ray for sure. Um, and it was still in the stomach. So what so did we do? <laughs> we anesthetized it, and then we um, used the endoscopy machine. 
What's the endoscopy machine? Do it's like this little camera on the end of a tube yeah. and you feed it down your throat <laughs> and then yep. it goes all the way down to the stomach and you add some air and then you can see down there and we saw the mask. And so then we <laughs> fed these little grabbers down the chamber and they're these so tiny cool. little grabbers you can just grab things with yeah. and we grabbed the freaking mask and then we just yeah. pulled it all out. Yeah. And we did a happy dance afterwards. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty cool. It was pretty rewarding. Celebration yeah. by all. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. Sure. It was like I'm sure you could have heard us in some other place. Oh gosh, yeah. Cuz it was like 5:15 at night. Yeah. And Cuz we the other like, option was surgery yeah. and if you can avoid it, you want to avoid it and just grab She walked and pull. out the door, we pulled the mask out, she walked right out the yeah. door. Doing great. It's like amazing. that was a win. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was I Joanne was... Burgum's dog. Okay, yeah. Yes. Don't know Lola. No, maybe not. I just know her. It's on the zebra wall, and I I will know her forever as Wrigley's mom because that was her first dog. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that was cool. It was great. Out the door she went. Yep. No mask. No mask. No wire. (laughs) We called her the. We wrote it on the on the wall as the mask eater. COVID, mask COVID eater. COVID mask. COVID eater. hater. It was COVID a COVID hater. hater. <laughs> COVID, a COVID hater mask eater. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Which I think resonates. I mean, dogs hate the masks when we're yeah. in the room. They're like, what are you doing? I had yeah. a, when we were having to wear the mask, I had a, the only time I had a golden retriever that was 16 weeks old walk up, grab the mask, grab the mask <laughs> off my face and pull it and then let go of it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. Did it hurt? No, no, not really. Oh, no. Yes. I mean, it was awesome. I was like, oh my God, that was so amazing. <laughs> yeah. They knew really, that it was stupid. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what about you guys? What, what, what cool cases do you have for this week? So, this one isn't my own case. I'm totally cheating. That's okay. But we Dr. Schmoke had uh, Addison, Addisonian dog come in and those ones are are really they're just interesting cases because they're you know usually young dogs that are really looking terrible their blood work is messed up they're really lethargic really dehydrated and um it was just one of those moments I got to do the confirmatory testing. She did all the hard part of the workup, and I just got to do the confirmatory test the next day and fix it. Yeah. So, and it is, it's the fifth one I've seen since I've been here in two years, which is, just seems like a lot. Yeah. That is yeah. a lot. Yeah. I don't huh. know. The nice thing about Addison's is it's fixable. Mm-hmm. So when you catch it, they yeah. look like really and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're yeah. like, I can see yeah. you. Yeah, I think it's like the mask thing. You feel like a hero. You're yeah. like, yay, you were almost dead. And we <laughs> made you alive. That's right. <laughs> yes. Here's yeah. some steroids. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Very cool. Those are neat cases. Snaps for uh, Schmokey and Pulse. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. So there you go. Uh-huh. We have a lot. There's only one out of the five that I preferred as an Addisonian, like when they were struggling <laughs> with the <laughs> personality. So wait, we are allowed to lab- label you as the Addison team. Addison's team. Oh. Yeah. Because you are the, diabetic, the diabetic team. team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this. I don't know what the other teams would be. I prefer ours. What do you think, Josie? <laughs> totally. I would totally be the Addison team. <laughs> oh, dang it. Trying to make it sound cool. Do you the diabetic you team. You're cool. You're no, so cool. Are we? You just like me. That's why. <laughs> Look how much you've learned. It's yep. amazing. Yep. I feel like if we're the Addison's team, we're also the amputation team. Mm. Because... 
like, is that a good thing? I like it. I don't do what you do. My husband did say today, like, what extremities or organs are you taking today? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did. That's true. Hmm. But they feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for fun, but it helps. Yeah. It's so which one are you thinking of? I'm thinking of one specifically. I'm thinking of a little cat. Are we allowed to say patient names? We have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of Milky. Mm-hmm. Oh, Milky. Super cute mm-hmm. little cat. He was so nice. He came in. I don't know how long ago it was, but got declawed somewhere else, came in with like severe swelling. One of his front paws was completely twice the size of the other one. So painful, he, we like couldn't even touch it. So you sedated mm-hmm. him. You started doing your exam to like dig around, see what the problem was. And that's, I remember his skin just started falling <gasps> off oh, when you went in there. Bad. And you're yeah. like, oh my goodness. And <laughs> amputated his leg. Still the sweetest cat in the world. He's a cute little tripod. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I love tripod cats. So Milky's. Milky's on my A-listers list. Uh huh. Yes. A few clients that I'm just like thrilled. Favorite. Thrilled to see their pets. Yeah, and it's am- amazing going through those moments of he's so painful, just you couldn't touch him, and then to see that once the infection, the pain was gone, he mm-hmm. changed. You know. Yeah, that, that he was happy. Uh huh. Yeah. And he's doing great. We saw him maybe last month. Yeah, he's, he's fat and happy. Now. He's like, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, and it was a wee activity for the record. <laughs> I didn't sedate him by myself or flush his skin. And <laughs> team wee effort. Activity. Wee that's activity. Right. Team activity. Yes. That's Can't right. Can't do it without multiple people involved in this profession. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can try, but you won't be very successful. That's right. Mm-hmm. You get bit in the face. So mm-hmm. on to client questions. How can vets be selling and encouraging the purchase of some Paracatrivo? Oh my gosh, I can't talk. Some Paracatrio, Brevecto, and other flea and tick meds, which are causing neurological problems to occur to our pets, yet they pretend it's not happening. Chris Williams. It's quite the question, isn't it? It's a good question. It it's, a, it's, it's a, a question. legit question. Yeah, it's yeah. fair. And I thought, you know, I read that and I was like, Oh, that's kind of, you know, that's, I don't know. I feel like guns were ablazing, you know, coming after. But that's what this podcast is for. It's what we're here for, to just give us, give the public our knowledge. And then they kind of just do what they want with it. So Yes, <laughs> that's true. Anyway, it's a great question. Um, Would you like to start? <laughs> who wants to start? Oh, Pulse, you look like you want to say something. are hard. I mean, they're, it's one of those things that I sometimes want to be able to take prevention for ticks. Like when I go camping, I would love to just (laughs) take a pill that's going to kill the tick and get rid of it before I'm going to get something like Lyme's disease, which is so debilitating. So, and then there's all the, there's this whole world that we don't even think about because we live in modern Western culture that there's these worms and parasites that, you know, I, I think we just take for granted that exist with all the hygiene and cleanliness that we're fortunate to have. Um, so I, I feel mixed. I feel the heebie-jeebies of I wish I could take some of those preventions when I don't have my modern amenities. <laughs> and then I also I, I would like if if we didn't have to do them in our pets. But considering the risk versus benefit, the benefit certainly always the risk of our our furry family members getting heartworm disease, tick-borne disease, Lyme, those types of things. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's very important whenever, 
you know, there are these general questions out there, right? Like there are things, I guess I look at it like no medication is completely benign. If you are, you know, with good intent, you know, you're giving a medication to treat an infection or treat allergies or something like that, there are, there's still the risk of, of side effects, right? There's no medication in the world out there that's like completely like without, without risk. But you also like, like Pulse was saying, you have to look at risk versus risk and reward and, and kind of weigh those out. And just, I guess on our side of things, we have that, um, spectrum to see like those cases where animals can die from tick and flea diseases, you know, if they're left, not caught, if they, you know, get worse and, um, it's something where you have to really look at each case by case scenario because there is, yes, there, and I have here like an FDA document that goes through like facts to understand about this specific class of drug that were the questions addressing. So Revecto, it's the isoxylene class. And so that class itself does come with um, potential adverse side effects of the tremoring and stuff like that. And it's been documented. It's been seen. So it really is something to, I always look at it like, okay, each case by case scenario is so unique to itself. Like, there are some cases and some animals that maybe run a higher risk than others to receive a certain drug type. And this is under, this falls under a class of a certain drug type, right? It's still a drug. So, um, I think it's important to recognize and address the concerns that are out there because they've been reported and been seen, but not be scared of them and still talk about them and still be able to discuss with your vet or look at your animal's health and say, is this something that would be safe for my pet specifically? Um, because I think that unfortunately we can see both sides of it easily. We see all the bad and the good, Mm -hmm. but sometimes people don't Mm -hmm. see both sides of it and that's where it gets a little tricky. Yeah. And maybe we should talk about what the side effects are. What I think the most common side effect, well, I mean, we use, only some paracatrio and some parica here. I mean, mm-hmm. other I mean, we can prescribe other things through an online pharmacy, but I mean, the most common side effect of trio and some parica is vomiting and diarrhea. So that's hands down the most common side effect. I think, and maybe Miss Williams knows how a drug comes into you know making or how it's made and and the kinds of tests that have to occur in order to get FDA approval. But um, or maybe you don't. But I think that. We also have to keep in mind the studies that these drugs go through, you know, so they go through, you know, different studies and they're used in different concentrations. So they're always used at three times and five times dosing and then they're tested, you know, and then the side effects are reported. Then you're given a safety profile rating. Um, and, and so you're looking, if you're a drug company, you're looking to get the safest rating, which would be, you know, a one in 10,000 you know, um, incident rate, you know, but when they're doing the testing, they're doing testing on, um, small numbers of patients. So it would only make sense that when we, when the drugs are rolled out and now they're used on 5,000 patients, we're going to see a lot more cases, you know, mm-hmm. of whatever the event might be, you know, but mm-hmm. I think that the big thing is knowing that the weighing, I guess, like you were saying, mm-hmm. the risk benefit ratio, um, you know, if you live in Connecticut, or upper Michigan or Wisconsin or certain parts of Pennsylvania or, you know, I mean, New York. I mean, there's lots of places where 
you'd be hard pressed, you know, not to get a Lyme vaccine and also have, mm-hmm. you know, tick prevention. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you would be, do, we would be doing a disservice to our pets by not discussing those things and not testing for those things. You know, um, here our incident rate of tick disease has gone up, you know, and so that's something that leads to our recommendation, you know, in terms of Lyme disease, the prevalence of Lyme disease going up. Okay. What do we need to change in terms of our education? You know, mm-hmm. what we're talking about to clients, you know, so that they have the information. Cause you're right. We really kind of see our job as you had mentioned, our job is to give the information, you know, to the family. What they do with it, I don't really care, you know, to be honest with you. I mean, you're, it's your family, your pet. Right. But mm-hmm. my job is to make sure you have all the information. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's kind of how we've always viewed it here. So I think that's why we make those recommendations. I think that we see, like you said, we see disease. We know the prevalence of the disease. We know that it's changing. We know that those ticks have access to people. We know that then, you know, so part of our job as veterinarians is protecting the human population. So, that's where some of our recommendations come from and why we recommend these products, you know, but they're, but you're right. I mean, they're not for every pet. You know, if we have a dog that has epilepsy, are we going to recommend? Right. And I, you know, no, you know, we're going to use mm-hmm. a different product. Yeah. So I think there's so many different factors that go into making yeah. those recommendations. And I think that's probably where, we're, um, where we could do a better job where it, it does seem like a blanket, a blanket statement, statement right. recommendation yeah. of your pushing preventions and, and not going through the whys behind it, which, or people leaving feeling guilty if it's not right for them and their family versus Absolutely. just providing information. Yeah. Cause there's usually something that will fit everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, right. From an Im- inventory perspective, we don't carry everything, you know, because that's bad business. But I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's gen, there's probably something for everybody in terms of how you're going to manage that pet. And there's no true right. preventions, right? I mean, there's nothing that prevents your pet from getting the parasite. It's really what happens to your pet or what happens to the parasite once it has access to your pet. Mm. I think people often, because of how they're labeled as preventives, think my pet's not going to get it. It's a preventive. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, your pet's going to get it. Now what's going to happen once it gets it? How fast mm-hmm. can it be killed so it doesn't transmit disease? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where we get excited about the newer products because we have the opportunity to prevent disease. Yeah, right. And I think they they work more specifically than some of the products that used to be on the market. We have more available to us that there's different options for different pets depending on their needs. Um, and yeah, we, we just have more that were available to use. So, yeah. yeah. Which makes it more confusing sometimes. Cause it's yeah. like, what is right? What is wrong? Like I have all these options and, um, I think ultimately too, it comes down to like, we don't want to see a pet get infected okay. with anything, you know, like I think that. Unfortunately, there can be um, a thought that we're just trying to push product because of X, Y, Z for money sake or business sake. But like truly, we just ultimately it comes down to like, we just want them to be protected. Right. <laughs> and if it's not with Semperica or Brevecto, that's okay. If we find something different that works for the the family or the patient, then that's great. That's even better. Like, let's work together and figure out what, what it would be. Um, yeah. Mm. 
very interesting question. It is. And it I is. think, you know, the most another important point is, you know, we encourage those types of questions, you know, when we're in the exam room, you know, we yes. are, we're more than happy to, to have those types of discussions. The RVTs or the registered veterinary technicians are more than happy to have those discussions about, you know, the side effects, the pros and cons of the products. And, you know, we're really here to help you figure out what is the best fit. You know, whether it be from a vaccine perspective, from a preventive perspective, you know, preventive health in general, you know, so I think any of those things, we're really here to discuss those things so that then we make the best decision, Mm -hmm. right? Because if everyone's pool of meanie is interesting, (laughs) (laughs) it's a crucial conversation. King has a really favorite book she loves. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) So um, I think, yeah, if the client feels comfortable participating in the conversation. Right. It makes everybody better. Yep. And the best decision is going to be made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So Chris Williams asked those questions. Yeah. And thank you for this question because I feel like it's, we may, I don't know. I feel like we could be missing some things that maybe they were specifically listening, listening for a specific answer and we didn't address it or something like that. But um, if they, anyone does have it, I mean, we're here to share our information. Like literally that's our job is to share information and make sure everyone stays healthy and happy. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. That was deeper than our past ones, <laughs> but I feel good about this. I like this open forum where yeah, we can just, good you know, absolutely just share our thoughts and feelings and all become friends. Does anyone have anything else to add about Semperica? This, since that's a product that we're using. crickets yeah i don't yeah it's how is the question phrased we're like finished talking about it i'm like what was the question again? <laughs> how can vets be selling and encouraging the purchase of some brevecto and other flea and tick meds which are causing neurologic problems so like how mm-hmm. can you knowingly sell this product yeah you so know kind of thing we didn't talk about the neurologic problem so the you discuss the drug development and approval mm-hmm. process that in the post-approval, it did come out that the FDA needed the company to add onto their labels that there is a risk of neurologic mm-hmm. issues. So um, seizures and tremors. I mm-hmm. think that was the extent of it. Right. I, I think ataxia that? too, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, the, the, reason for that i don't know if you guys want to go into what's happening and the the as far as the reasoning for why that's happening or i it's very it's complicated yeah yeah (laughs) it has to do with a binding site Mm -hmm. you know and a receptor and i would take me more time to go back and refresh my memory Unless you know it pulls off the top um, of your head. Well, just because I looked up for this, not because it's <laughs> right there. But the I believe it's the GABA receptors yep. that are binding. binding. Mm-hmm. And so the the way the insects are killed is, is via neurologic mechanism right. that it's binding to these receptors in the brain so the insects die. And the the specificity of the binding is some of the difference between the different products. And so the the isoxalazine class is one of the more specific binders. So I think um, it binds more specifically to the insects GABA receptors than the human receptor or the mammalian receptors comparatively. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I think, oh, there's another fun fact. I think that's it. I think that's all I have. I think though Semperica is the one that has the least, like it's the lowest number compared to the others mm-hmm. in the drug class. But it's yeah. also the one that has the label. So like if you're talking like, okay, why are we using Semperica over the, like, why do you recommend that one over the other ones? Well, there's lots of different reasons, but one is that it, um, it is FDA on the FDA on the label. It says use in caution with pets with seizures, mm-hmm. whereas the other ones they're like do not use in pets with seizures. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that's because the bind like it's a lower because it's a more specific right. binding for the insect. Or yeah, and the other factor when we were choosing that particular product over others um, was that they did when they did the studies on the beagle puppies at three times and five times dosing, they saw um, side effects. So they saw tremors. And they had ataxia in a couple of the puppies. I think one had a seizure. Um, the puppies are also fasted. I think that's an interesting factor hmm, as well. That is interesting. But the thing that um, made me more comfortable was that none of the dogs required treatment and all of them resolved within 24 hours. Hmm. So to me, that's mm-hmm. it's like, right. okay. It's self-limiting. If it's going to happen, we're going to see it self-limiting. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no intervention that's required. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and that's at three times and five times dosing. Which is not right. what we do. Which is not anyway, what we do. Right. So those factors, I think, then made me more comfortable mm-hmm. using the product as well. Yeah. From yeah. a neurologic yeah. perspective. Which those tests are done for products that are out there for anything, right? Like oh, yeah. It's just all the mm-hmm. three times, yeah. five times, whatnot. So it's like – and those dots, those studies are available too if people wanted to, I guess, further look into right. specific drugs in, mm-hmm. in those studies. But – um. Yeah, I think it's good to kind of come back around yeah. to, okay, what is the actual yeah, question here? The, the concern is neurologic yeah. component. I didn't know if we dove into that as much. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. And, that's, why and that's what those, you know, like, so they do field study, you know, mm-hmm. on the drugs and they do three times dosing, five times dosing. I mean, like, there's these particular studies that they do. But I mean, all of the side effects when the pet is using it, you know, are included mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the side effects of the drug. Okay. So... We over know what the, to look for. Right, exactly. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you know, so say, for yeah. instance, if you're looking at ProHeart and it's tested over six months, they're looking at all the things the dog had within the entire six months. Mm-hmm. So vomiting, diarrhea, how many dogs do you know that don't have an episode of vomiting in six months? <laughs> right. right. Right? So, I mean, anything that happened to those dogs in that time period that they has determine is included. has to be included. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they yeah. can't definitively go right. one direction or the other. So, yeah. So yeah. it's it's fascinating, though, drug development. Yeah, it is. And, yeah. There's lots of good And I think it's reassuring to know that it's going through all these steps and even the post approval process. As you said, you know, we're going to see alterations or minor changes when our study population increases to 5,000, you know, and the number of animals that are on a medication. And then you have different genetics added to it. And so I think it should be reassuring that we have more information. And it seems like more information is better. Better. Yeah. yeah, and then, then there are changes that are made. Yeah. Right, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well done. Right. Well done, guys. Wow. This is fun, as always. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Veterinary Roundtable. Remember, send in those questions and be sure to follow us on social media platforms at All Star Veterinary Clinic. If you enjoyed this <laughs> episode or a previous episode, leave us a review on your podcast provider of choice. We'll see you in a few weeks for the next episode, episode number 
Four. Four. Already four. Number four. four. So, wow. Dr. Pulse and Josie, thank, thank you, you so for being much here. for being here with Thanks us. Thanks for having Welcome us. Welcome anytime. It's been a yep. treat. Yep. Absolutely. We'll have you back for sure. You did great. Yeah, you did too. Thanks. Good job. High five. High five. High five. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>